is going on you guys <clears throat> John D here excuse me and today we're going to be talking a little bit about the Coke Zero 400 we're going to be talking about some Kyle Busch maybe some Kurt Busch uh, Austin Dillon in the fast lane congratulations to or I'm sorry I said the fast lane I meant victory lane uh, congratulations to him you know we're going to be talking a little bit about the race uh in victory lane guys i have to make an announcement or a clarification actually uh what i meant when i said i should have done the research on it which you'll hear it here in just a second i should have done more research on his career uh like i said everything's rushed and i'm really really sorry about the day i know today is wednesday and i said i'm gonna try to get him out on monday but my, due to my schedule, I can't really push them out. So I'm definitely going to move the day. I'm going to try to shoot for Wednesdays. I know. I know, guys. I'm really trying here. Uh, but just hang in with me. I'm trying to make this better. I hope you guys liked our intro. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I really enjoyed this race. There's a lot of different things caused by the rain uh, I'll get into that later on race day also yeah also I'm going to be talking a little bit about a new segment that I'd like to call race day which I just focus mainly on the race that has happened this last week or the race that is you know the the main race that we're covering uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the 16 cars that finished the race and we're talking about the 16 people that made the playoffs uh, I already said we're going to be talking about some Kyle Busch, maybe some Kurt Busch, some teams maybe possibly looking at Kyle Busch. So uh, if you guys are ready to jump right in, I am so excited to bring you the fourth episode, uh, the final countdown, since this is the last race of the regular season before we hit the playoffs. So let's go ahead and jump right into victory lane. Welcome to Victory Lane. So uh, today our victor or our winner is Austin Dillon. And now I know what you're thinking. Chase Elliott is also a champion, but I covered him last week a little bit. So I kind of want to stick to Austin. Uh, so let's jump right in it. You know, Austin Dillon was born April 27th, 1990. So he's 32 years old. He comes from Welcome, North Carolina. Uh, I didn't really get to do any research on that. Let's take a step back and look at his career a little bit. So in 2008, he was uh, declared Rookie of the Year. Uh, he, this season alone, which I I know, guys, I should have looked it up, but I had misplaced my notes from yesterday, so this was kind of in a rush. But in this 2022 season, he has one win, eight top tens, and four top fives. That's an average season. Not bad, you know, for the three car. Uh, you know, his average start is 19.8th position, so running about 20th. That's not a bad start. His average finish is 16.7, so running 17th. That's, you know, that as long as it's going up, that's all I can say. It's a good uh good deal going and he's led 18 laps uh let's also talk a little bit about his show so he has a show uh 
hang on, give me just a second, guys, sorry. He has a show with his wife and his friends. Uh, the show is called... Austin Dillon's Life in the Fast Lane. Uh, I've watched a little bit of it. It's not really my cup of tea, but if you like fantasy... Or not fantasy, I'm, I'm sorry, reality shows, it's probably best for you, you know, it features, uh, him, like I said, him, his wife, his best friend, which is on his pit crew, and his best friend's wife, and they talk about, you know, their wives were, uh, cheerleaders, trying to remember where, I can't remember where, I can't, I want to say Dallas, but I'm not, I don't want to lie, uh, but yeah, you know, it, like I said, it's not my cup of tea, I don't really care for reality TV, uh, but if that is for you, you should definitely go check it out. Um, I want to talk a little bit, which I'm going to talk about it in uh, the other segment, Race Day, which I'm going to try to be unveiling this episode. I know, guys, this is only the fourth episode, third or fourth, and I'm adding a lot. I just want it to be the best for you guys. I'm really trying to put some, uh, definitely put some work into it, you know. But uh, I want to talk about that heck of a drive through the fifth wreck of the race that kind of cinched his top spot. Uh, you know, he, he went on the apron. And for those of you who don't know, the apron is the flattest spot at the bottom of the track. Um, it's mainly for, like, if you got if cars are going to the pits to stay out of the way of the other cars, they pull onto the apron. Uh but yeah, he, he went low and was able to miss multiple, multiple cars. So good driving for Go Austin. Uh, you know, I hope you enjoy this win. It definitely puts you in the playoffs. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to, in a couple weeks, going to see how the playoffs play. Me and my buddy Cole, which hopefully we can get the podcast with him on it. I'm sorry, guys. I know I said I'm trying. Uh but we are going to go to the Kansas City race, the Hall I'm sorry, the Las Vegas Casino 400. And I definitely want to do a show before and after that, so there might be a bonus episode uh, of that. You know, uh, but yeah, so that does it for this time's victory lane. I hope Austin Dillon loves, uh, well, how do I put this? I hope that he enjoys this win because we all know he deserves it. Uh, I'm going to try, like I said in the first episode, I'm going to try to stay non-biased against my drivers. Although, uh, you will find out I am a big Bell fan. Or if any news comes up with Jimmy Johnson, I will probably cover that. Uh, But as of right now, go Austin. You uh, deserved it. You know, it's since you play off standing uh you kicked martin truex out which i'm sure he's not happy about but uh overall good job so guys let's go ahead and jump from this victory lane let's take a step back rewind it a little bit and jump to the race day
Alright guys, welcome to race day where we're going to be talking a little bit about this week's race and a little bit about what the playoff standing is for the playoff because everybody knows that the uh, the race at Daytona was the last regular season race. Uh, so you know... There was quite a few wrecks. Uh, I counted five. There could have been more. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, But I want to talk a little bit about Austin Dillon's uh, cinch to get first. Okay, so let's talk about the fifth wreck. You know, uh, there's 21 laps to go. Uh, Some rain gets on the track and just in one particular spot, and the whole field wipes out. And Austin Dillon is able to, you know, get down on the apron uh, and just kind of keep clear of the other cars, which then puts him in first. Now, this is a big deal because after this wreck, only 16 cars were left out on the field. You know, uh, and to put it in perspective, there was 37 at the start. Now, I know all of them didn't come from this one wreck in particular. Like, uh, you know, let's look at Kyle Larson as an example. He had engine trouble at the very beginning of uh, the very beginning of the race. So he got out due to that. Uh, Chris Bell, he was out in the first wreck. Just some others here and there. But, you know, after that fifth wreck, there was a rain delay. The race was red flagged, which means the race was stopped until further notice. Uh, you know, caution's yellow, which means, hey, there's debris on the track. Everybody needs to stop or slow down just long enough for us to get the debris off. There's a white. So there's all these flags. And I know I kind of about jumped into a tangent. Uh, but I, I want to talk, talk to. Let me get my thoughts in order. I'm sorry. I would like to talk a little bit about these flags in case you guys just don't know. So, of course, the green flag means we're ready to start racing. The white flag means you have one more lap before the stage or the race is over. Of course, everybody knows what the checkered flag is. That's the winning flag. If you pass that in your first position, you just won the race. But they've also got a yellow flag, which is... uh, a caution, which means somebody's wrecked, they're in the way, it could cause problems for you if you're driving, uh, you know, you just want to take caution. Red flag means the race is stopped uh, until further notice. And if there's any more flags that I forgot to mention, I will pick it up in the next episode. Uh, but anyway, back to the driver's. I want to go down the list of the people that uh, made it to the end of the race. Of course, Austin Dillon finished first, followed by Tyler Reddick, Austin Sindrick, Landon Cassil, Noah Gragson, uh, Chris Ware, I think that's his name. I could be wrong. McLeod, Martin Truex, uh, David Reagan. Kyle Busch, uh, Bubba Wallace, Joey Logano, Ty Gibbs, and Alex Bowman. Oh, I'm sorry. There's two more. Ryan Blaney and Cole Custer. 
Those are the only 16 that finished the race. Uh, all the rest of the cars, there was, uh, what is it, 21 drivers that had a DNF. That's insane to me. Uh, you know, and and that plays a big part in the playoffs because not only did Austin Dillon get into the playoffs with his one win, uh, from what I was seeing on the charts, there's only one driver without a win that's in the playoffs. And I'm not even sure if that's 100% right. I could be wrong. But, I, you know, because... And I believe the only reason he's in there is because Kurt Busch decided he, he would not be able to participate in the playoffs. But I'm not 100% sure. Uh... But so far, the playoff standings are Chase Elliott with four wins. He's in the first. Second is Joey Logano with two wins, followed by Ross Chastain with two wins. Kyle Larson with two wins. William Bryan, or Byron, I'm sorry, William Byron with two wins. Denny Hamlin with two. Ryan Blaney with zero. Now, this is just what... The website I was looking at said the standings were, so if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, guys. I will definitely make a correction. Uh, So after Blaney, it's Tyler Reddick with two wins. Kevin Harvick with two wins. uh, Chris Bell with one. Kyle Busch with one. Chase Briscoe with one. Daniel Suarez with one. Austin Sendrick with one. Alex Bowman with one win. And Austin Dillon. With one win. Of course, Dylan being the winner of the Coke Zero 400, which is this race. Uh, you know, the that last race, I thought, was kind of the bigger one. Uh, so, we're going to talk a little bit about it. So, with 21 laps to go, uh, the drivers went into the fourth corner. And all of a sudden, a downpour hit them. And a lot of people got loose, and those who didn't get loose just got caught up in the madness of the front cars getting loose. And a big thing that people have asked is, should NASCAR have done something before that happened? And, I mean, I don't really know what NASCAR could have really done. I understand that they were watching a weather map and all this, and I I understand there was some fan footage of rain hitting the grandstands as the cars were passing the lap before. But I don't think it's completely justified to say, oh, we need somebody every, I don't know, 10, 20 foot around a track that I, if I'm, if, if I remember right, uh, Daytona is a mile and a half. I'm not, hang on, let me double check that. Uh, but anyway, I, I just don't see how that's plausible. Okay, yeah, two and a half miles. Daytona is two and a half miles, right? So, I just, like I said, I don't see how that's plausible, uh, That's 13,200 feet. And, you know, you're going to put somebody every 10 foot. That'd be 132 people that you're having to pay and just sit there and stare 
at the track to see if it's raining. I don't see NASCAR doing that. You know, they have a lot of finances that they've got to pay out anyway just for that race. And I think it'd be a waste of fan money. I think it'd be a waste of sponsors. I just don't see that probability. Uh, but I, I also want to talk a little bit to get off the rain because I know rain has been a big topic in the past couple races. But I want to get to the topic of a fan put some bets on this race. Well, more than one, but I'm going to mainly focus on one. This guy put a $13 bet on who was going to make the top 10. I can't remember who all was in it, but it was like four drivers that would make top 10. I want to say that uh, uh, it was like <sighs> Ware and Gragson and a couple others. I could be wrong, but he put $13 on this bet, you know, thinking he was going to lose it. That fan walked out with almost $1 million. Because nobody ever thought that these... And I'm going to say this, and I don't mean any offense by any means, but these lower teams that mainly run mid to back, you know, that they can get up to the top, but it's not as likely as, you know, some of the bigger teams. They He put a bet on them. And walked out and cashed out. You know he has a lot of friends leaving that racetrack. Uh, so, you know, and I, I'm not saying anything bad about betting in NASCAR. I've just this is the first time I ever really heard about it. Uh, and I I think this is that story I've seen out a lot. I think this is going to bring people a little bit more towards NASCAR. Maybe get the sport a little bit bigger. I'm really hoping. You know, I've seen a lot of growth in the past couple. Uh, well, I've seen a lot of growth since I've I left the sport. And, you know, a lot of people I heard a lot when I wasn't watching it. NASCAR's dead, all this. I've met more fans in the past six months than I had in the entirety of ten years that I watched before. It just was not talked of. It wasn't, you know. Which I think there's a lot more connection now with fans. Like, of course, I'm talking about like you, they already had Facebook and all that, but it's it wasn't as big of a part, at least in my opinion. Because you know, I was a younger, I was a lot younger during that, so I didn't really get you know the Facebook groups and I didn't get the NASCAR app or all that. And you go back to you know early 2000s and you watch the race that's cool you went to a dirt track maybe that's cool but if you were in it you were in it and if you weren't you weren't you know uh i'm just i'm really excited to see the sport grow i, I really like i i wish i could have gotten that first episode on spotify because i go into talking about my love for the sport, how I it kind of died off, and then it come back with my buddy last year, and I, I it's I'm glad that I have something to put a lot of my attention on because, as you guys know, if you're listening to this, I have attention problems, and you know I'm not gonna hide it, but it's one of those things that I'm hyper fixating on that I can't seem to stop. It's held my attention this whole season. 
and that, that, that's rare for me. You know, I can get into something real quick, and then I'll have be a month later, and I'm done with it. But this whole last, starting at the mid of last season, and this whole season, I am pumped. You know, in two weeks we're going to our first race, or my first race. Uh, I'm pumped to see that. Uh, you know, we're going to the uh, Casino 400 there in Kansas, which I, I really want to get. I want to do a before and after pod on that. You know, I'm going with Cole, which is the guy that I keep saying, I'm going to get on, I'm going to get on. I really promise I'm trying. Uh, but our schedules and our children don't seem to agree with what I have planned. Uh, which, you know, life is life. Uh, that that definitely comes first. Like I said, my life is kind of hectic. That's why I'm trying to push these to Wednesday uh but yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed the segment race day. Uh, when we get, when I jump off here, we're going to talk a little bit about the news with Kyle Busch. You know, some maybe potential race teams that he's looking at. Uh, you were talking about Kurt Busch uh, a little bit. Uh, I want to hit with the Kyle Petty Swerve or Die. You know, you need to get your copies. Uh, and I did find that the Dale Earnhardt's book is release date. And I will give that after we get done here. So, guys, I really hope you enjoyed this race day segment. Uh, please spread the word of, you know, Praise Dale podcast. I know I just said that wrong. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really tired. Uh, but, uh, please <laughs> say, or s- please spread the word of the race hail praise Dale podcast. You know, I, I don't expect to this be my only job, but it's something that I'm really passionate about. I really do care about. And if, uh, I- I'm really thinking about setting up an email. So if you guys want to get in touch and correct me, if I say anything wrong or just have a general discussion about the races, I will gladly try to respond as fast as possible. I really want to create a uh, a community where we can just get together as fans and talk about the races and not get in each other's faces about, you know, well, my driver is better because... And I want to hear your favorite drivers. I want to hear why they're your favorite drivers. Uh, I want to hear you let you know some of your experiences if you've been to a race you know some things that you'll never forget uh, I definitely definitely want to talk about older races too like pretty soon if I can get to 15 listeners and I know it's asking a whole lot but if I can get to 15 listeners I want to do a bonus episode and my first one has got to be the uh daytona 500 that dale earnhardt won you know i want to kind of cover what's going on about that i know there's a lot of store like there's a lot covered about it but that will have to be my first bonus uh episode and you know it's just i want to start at the basics of nascar i want to talk about how it all got started how i just i just want to get to know the sport a little bit better and i cannot do that without you guys uh, like I said, I really appreciate you guys listening.
so let's head on over to some news and then we'll wrap this podcast up. you guys now for some news about Kyle Bush as most of you know by now if you follow Joe Gibbs has said that Kyle Bush has no contract with them for the 2023 seasons uh, so some speculations went out you know uh, um, some people are wondering what kinds of teams Kyle could be looking at when asked Kyle said well during right before the race Kyle stood up got everybody's attention and said I have an announcement there is no announcement which cracked me up I'm not gonna lie Uh, but let's look at some of the possible teams that you know he could be looking at so first we got Richard Children's Racing and do you think that Richard Childers and Kyle Busch have buried the hatchet from the 2011 brawl that they had? Uh, I forget what it was over. Do you think that they are capable of bearing that to have Kyle uh, race for him next season? Which I know 20 or I'm sorry. 11 years is a long time to hold a grudge. And I'm sure whatever they got into a fight about was just circumstantial to that race or to that specific season. I don't know. Uh, But another team that could possibly be in the running is, you know, uh, Martin Truex Jr. and Michael Jordan's team, 23XI. So he could be staying in Toyota. I know the Toyota uh, racing rep. I forget if he's a CEO or something. Uh, I should have it written down over here. I'm sorry, guys. I should be more prepared for this crap. Ah, David Wilson, the Toyota executive, said, and I quote, I do not want to race against a pissed-off Kyle Busch. So there's a good chance in keeping it Toyota, maybe? Or uh, what about Calig Racing, you know, with Noah Gragson, Landon, or Haley, or I think they run Almondinger too. That, that could be a good team, possibly. But I do know that they are kind of a smaller team, in my opinion. I understand they're running for, they run four cars, but I honestly don't really see these drivers... I mean, some races, you know, I see them up front. But for the most part, they're not really drivers that catch attention as much as some of the others. And if they do, I'm not trying to discredit anything. I'm just, I don't pay attention. So, uh, the last team that could possibly uh, have a running is the Stuart Haas Racing Team. You know, do you think Tony would uh, have Kyle Busch race for him? And honestly, I all these teams would be a good fit to me. Um, 
I believe Kyle Busch still has some good years in him. I mean, he is a little bit on the older side. Uh, I'm sure he's got, what, seven, eight years before he ages out pretty much. Uh, You know, he's won a lot of races. I just don't know if I can see him without seeing Joe Gibbs on the side of his car. I really don't. Uh, But, you know, a sponsor throws out. Joe Gibbs can't do it. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, And then there was some rumors about Bubba Wallace taking Kurt's spot in the playoffs. I know I said earlier in uh, race day that Ryan Blaney might have taken that spot, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, You know, I know Bubba... It is said that Bubba will drive the 45 in the playoff race. Now, I don't know if that's still in running or not, if you understand what I'm saying. But uh, there's a lot of news between these Bush brothers here recently. Uh, I just, it's kind of hard keeping up with it all, if I'm being honest. But uh, that's pretty much the news that I have for you guys tonight or today, whenever you're listening to this. Like I said in the intro, I am definitely, definitely going to try to get more of these casts out on uh, on Wednesdays instead of Mondays. It just gives me more time to fact check my stuff, you know, get it all collected, sorted where I can pay attention enough to reciprocate it to you guys. Um, if you would be so, so kind as to, uh, you know follow my podcast and share it with your friends i would be so grateful i really want to do a bonus uh episode and all i'm looking for is 15 listeners uh which i know sounds kind of sad but guys this is episode four i'm not expecting to go big overnight uh i just really like and enjoy I like doing this, and I enjoy putting all the information uh, together. I it's, I enjoy the sport, uh, but I'm just really, really looking forward to, you know, maybe having this go on through next season and the season after. Maybe catch some more races next season. Uh, do some live coverages eventually. But I cannot do that without you guys, and I don't think you understand how much it is appreciated that you guys listen. Uh, I'm going to cover the next race, which I'm pretty sure is Darlington. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I know. I should be more. (laughs) And then I'm for sure going to do two episodes on Kansas. I'm going to do before and after talking about what do I think is going to happen. I'm going to have Cole, or I'm going to try to have Cole on them. Uh, so definitely, definitely looking forward to what is to come with this podcast. I just really hope that you guys are along for the ride and you share the Raise Hail Praise Dale podcast, guys. I can't thank you enough. I know I keep saying it. I sound like a broken record, but it is the absolute truth. Um, so that about does it for this episode. Remember to always raise hail and praise Dale and you keep on living. You guys have a beautiful week. I will talk to you next week.